Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Tell Me Your Tales podcast. Thanks for joining me for another episode. A bit different this week, a uh, really short show in comparison to what I usually put together, but we have a pretty high profile guest and that guest is Kane Corns, the uh, AFL Premiership player, uh, 300 games for Port Adelaide, all Australian, uh, numerous best and fairest winner for Port Power, and more recently has been getting into marathon running. He ran 2.52 at the Adelaide Marathon last year and is gearing up for the Melbourne Marathon in a few weeks and had been listening to the podcast and uh, approached me about just some positive feedback and I thought it'd be a good opportunity to get him onto the show before he runs Melbourne. I am planning to do a detailed conversation with Kane after Melbourne, so some stuff to talk about there and um, yeah, that would be a bit more traditional tell me your tale stuff. Uh, really grateful that Kane gave up some of his time. Very busy man. And although this conversation only goes to 20 minutes, we covered quite a lot. So I really hope you enjoy it. I will be out this week with a longer, more detailed episode on the weekend, though. Thanks for tuning in again, guys, and enjoy this quick 20 minute chat with Kane Corns. Radio Kane Corns, welcome to our Tell Me Your Tales podcast. No, absolute pleasure. I've uh, I discovered the podcast uh, maybe about a month ago, just through some running mates of mine here in Adelaide, and have been loving it. So um, you make me a bit jealous with the sessions you've been doing. But uh, thanks for the information, and it's uh, it's a pleasure to be joining you. Yeah, good to hear you're enjoying. Because you've been tuned into the Road to Berlin stuff. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then um, following uh, you guys on Strava as well. So um, yeah, it's been it's, it's been sort of crazy. I my I guess my we'll start from the start. But uh, played footy for fifteen years and all, always had an interest in running. My my mum did a couple of uh, marathons when she was younger and and was a pretty good runner. So I always wanted to get into running and was um, sort of lucky that after footy my body was in in reasonable shape. So have sort of just dipped my toe in the water a little bit last year and, and this year started to take a bit more seriously. So uh, all the knowledge that you guys have been sharing has been, uh, I've been been loving it. <laughs> um, 
just going back though, like you were a pretty decent runner. I did a bit of research on you and like nine time three K time trial winner at Port Adelaide, like obviously pretty talented runner back in the in the footy days as well. Yeah, like in terms of um in terms of a footy runner, I was, you know, sort of always in the, the top one or two. Um but it's it's so it's so different, um, and that's what I've been learning with with the marathon stuff. So with with the footy training, especially during pre-season, look the most we sort of might do fifty k's a week, but all of that running is it's nothing is sort of under ninety percent effort. So it's a, a lot of you know repeat three hundreds and um, you know repeat one hundreds with short recovery, go again, and then into a footy drill, then you stop, and then you you do some running drills as as well. So there there's been there's no running that's anything under sort of eighty percent. Um and, and that was the sort of the go for, for footy. But we used to do like a three K time trial maybe two or three times a year and, and I was always up the front. I think sort of the best I ever did was was nine nine minutes twelve, which was which was good for footy. I mean it's not good for for runners and, and guys like yourself, but always had a decent aerobic background. Yeah, yeah, right. And then um, why the decision when you finished footy to get into marathon running? Yeah, as I said, I, I don't know. It's just something that's always um, been in the back of my mind. Mum, as I said about mum, mum was a good runner. She did a couple of marathons. And I, I don't know, I, I was never, um, I, I never had like great speed or anything like that with with my footy, but I could able to sustain an effort. And I, I think it's just the challenge, you know, um, with footy, you, you get a challenge sort of every week and then trying to fill the void when you, when you're a tire, like it sort of does your head in a little bit that you don't have that challenge every week to try and go and get a kick. So this is the next best thing for me. And um, so just, just started, I did, I did the Adelaide marathon last year. That was my first one, but it didn't really, didn't really do it properly. Like I just, I didn't follow a program and I just sort of, um, did my own sort of thing. I, I might have been doing maybe 70 to 80 k's a week and just sort of um, trying to wing it a little bit and did that in 252, I think it was. And, you've and you've, just, hurt, frust- you've uh, just frustrated a whole lot of listeners knowing that you've just winged a 252, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> yeah, well, it hurt, especially I was, I was going really well for the, the first half as I think a lot of people that, that do their first marathon uh, would find the first half it was quite good, but after I got to sort of two uh, uh, about the thirty two k mark, it really it really stung and uh, felt pretty average after. And actually, yeah, it took a it took a bit of time to recover after that. I then did New York, so Adelaide was in August, um, and that was great. I loved it. And, but then I did New York um, a few months later. I think New York, you guys would probably know, is it is October. I think it was off the top of my head. So um, might have been November. No, been November, November, I think. So yeah. I, yeah, so I, I backed it up with that, but I hadn't sort of trained. So I did New York. That was the best thing I've ever done. Like in terms of, in terms of an event, if anyone gets the chance to do New York, it was just just unbelievable the way the city gets behind the marathon. Um, so I did that one in three ten without any um, sort of training, but that was just for the for the experience. And then, then I was sort of really wanted to get into it um, seriously. And um, Jess Tringo, I've been lucky enough. Um, Jess Trango's an Adelaide girl and uh, obviously ninth in the world at the World Champs not long ago. She's sort of not not taken me under her wing, but she's just been a great mentor for me. Like I have, we have a group here in Adelaide. There's probably about um, 20 sort of pretty serious dudes that, that run together in a group called Team Tempo here in Adelaide. Um, yeah, with Adam. Adam. Yep. Yeah, with Adam, who's, who's an absolute gun. So I've, I've sort of joined that group and um, been running with those guys, which has just been a, a total next level for me. So actually, 
following the program and doing um, doing a couple of decent sessions a week and then a, a long run um, once a week as well has just you know I've found that the benefits of that have just been amazing and I'm actually feeling really good. So the next goal is, is Melbourne Marathon on the 15th of October and um, yeah, so hopefully I can can run a bit quicker than Adelaide in uh, 2015. Yeah, and just going off your Strava, like you're you're tracking pretty well. You're banging out some big sessions and some big Ks each week. Yeah, well, it's been good. Like I, I feel like I've um, when I, so when I was playing footy, I always was pretty durable in terms of um, injury. So I know a lot of runners have have issues with the load and are getting their bodies right. But Touchwood so far have sort of been able to handle the load so maybe between 140 and 160 k's a week i think uh, last week or two weeks ago i did 168 which was my biggest last week i did 160 this week will be about you know 155 to 160 again and i feel really good like obviously you get the fatigue and the heavy legs but um yeah i, f- I feel good so i've got my program in front of me so it's sort of um it's sort of like a se- 70 minutes on a monday uh, some sort of session on a Tuesday, be it a fartlek or um, some repeat efforts. Wednesday, 90 minutes. This morning, I did um, eight times uh, 800 on 800 float, which was which was solid. That was about a 13k session this morning. 60 minutes on a Friday, um, about an hour and a half on Saturday, and then a, a long run on Sunday. So uh, all tracking pretty well. I'd love to love to get under 240. So that's sort of I'm not nowhere near your guys' level, but um, if I could get sort of 238 or under 240, that's the goal. Yeah, pretty solid. Like we haven't got how many years you play AFL for? You've, you've got a few years of footy in your <laughs> legs, though. We've been doing this this running game for a while, so um, a bit of a different context there, though. Um, I wanted to ask you what's been. I guess your perception of running when you played AFL, and now your perception of mm. running as you're a runner. Well, it's it's a really good question. I, I guess I've I probably just thought it was so individual running, but um, and, and whilst it is, what I've found with especially the the team tempo group here in Adelaide, it's it's as much about the team as it is a, about the individual. So I, I don't know um, what other running groups are like, but whatever level um, each individual is at, everyone just sort of seems to get behind each other, and the support's been amazing. So I think everyone just celebrates each other's little wins and. They understand that you know how much everyone wants to be at their best. So the encouragement and the support has has been great. So that that's what surprised me a little bit. I just thought it was sort of every man for themselves, go hit the road and and run all alone. But um, you know, especially long group runs in a group and Saturday sessions in a group. Not that I've done a lot of them because of work, but um, yeah, the the, the group atmosphere has been been excellent. Yeah, right. And you've been practicing like your nutrition and stuff for the marathon. Oh, I'm hopeless to be honest. Like I, even when I was playing footy, I, that was one thing that I was just just really poor at. Like I'm, I'm just, just sort of lazy. Like if I, if I have to have cereal for dinner, I'll have cereal for dinner. You know, like it's just sort of crazy. Like I've always sort of looked after myself in terms of my body, but nutrition. Not not that I eat badly, but um, I haven't. That's one thing that um, that I haven't haven't even thought about really. Like it, during the, the Adelaide Marathon, I might have had a couple of couple of gels like 10 20 um 30ks um some hydrolytes and stuff but um that's something that i'll i'll probably sit down with adam um closer to the event and, and try and work out what the goal is with that because my knowledge around running is is so limited like i i honestly don't know a lot about running and and um you know and and being at your best so i've just sort of following this program and, and 
and, and doing it and sort of winging it a little bit. So still so much to learn. Yeah, there is too. And like, it's almost like a marathon's a completely different sport as well. Like running five and 10 days yeah. is one thing, but the marathon's just got so many variables that it can go wrong on race day. Yeah, well, yeah, that that's it. I, I mean, and it's only, it's only been my third one, so... Um, I guess you just just sort of says the heart the hardest part is is getting to the start line. So um, there's something that I've always thought like just on race day to try and um, enjoy it as much as you can because there's not much more you can do and the hard work's all done. But the hardest part is getting your body there and getting the work behind you to put in a good performance. So um, yeah, hopefully hopefully it all goes well. Yeah, that's the biggest battle. So many people just don't make it there in the first place, or make it there injured and can't have a good day. So it's yep. super super important there as well. Hey, uh, walk me through what a general day looks like. So you're involved in the media now and pretty high-profile role yeah. there. And how does running and kind of sleep and, like, you know, your headspace kind of all work in one? Mm. Yeah, it's a good question as well. I'm sort of lucky that, um, well, sometimes work gets in the way of running, doesn't it? It's a bit, it's oh, it's, a bit it's bad, tough. isn't it? It's a big like, juggle. It's, 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 um, it's, it's addictive, I'll tell you what, um, and I'm, I'm finding that as well. So I'm, I'm lucky that I don't have to be at work until about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So we've got a radio show here in Adelaide that goes live from 5 till 7. Um, so I get into work about 3 just to prepare for the show, and then I'm off there at 7, home by 7.30. So um, I'd love, I'd love to get my session out, a run now as, as early as I can. So I usually drop the boys to school. I've got three boys, 11 uh, nine and eight, so I dropped them to school about eight thirty, and then we've got a running track um, in North Adelaide, just near the Adelaide Oval here in Adelaide, that a lot of the people use. It's a two point two k loop. It's on like a, a gravel surface. It's quite a, a good surface. So yeah. more often than not, if I'm doing a session, I'll head I'll head into the city and do that. So I get that out of the way by about ten thirty, eleven. Go and get time to eat, have a coffee, chill out for a couple of hours, and then if I'm doing another run so usually my second run might be you know 30 to 40 minutes in the afternoon I'll, I'll get that out of the way pretty early so it's not ideal that I don't have a I don't have much of a gap between my runs so you know it might be three to four hours between the first run and the second run and then I'm into work at three home 7 30 probably in bed by you know 9 30 watch tv for an hour fall asleep at 10 30 and, and do it all again so um the weekends are a bit more difficult for me i'm um i have to be in melbourne every saturday night for the tv shows that we do on sunday morning so um i'll either do my long run on sunday like the other day i woke up at 4 30 before before work and did it in melbourne at 4 30 like i did 29 yeah did did a few yeah no, I, I didn't. I was okay. I didn't. I didn't love it. But um, last week, I just did it. Uh, I, I landed back in Adelaide at about four and just uh, went straight to do my run. So I did it in the afternoon. I felt much better. So um, yeah, it's just Sundays and Saturdays. You just sort of get it done whenever you can, depending on depending on where the, the weekend AFL action is at. Yeah, and I saw, I watched that um, the footy show when the boys were getting into you about giving you a hard time for getting up super early and banging out laps. Of the day. But I, yeah, the comments about Mad Monday and I guess looking at that from a runner's yeah. point of view, like, and I guess you'd probably put a bit of that perspective on it now as well about, you know, there's people out there training just as hard that don't dress up after their season's over. And oh, yeah. yeah, I yeah, your comments were pretty honest, I thought. Yeah, like I, I think that, that that's the thing in the media. Like it's it's just an opinion. Like a, a people take it people take it so seriously and um, get offended by what you say. But it's just it's just my thoughts, and you know, everyone's got an opinion. I guess 
um, if you're in the media, if you're not going to have an opinion, you're pretty boring. So um, no, I've always been able to do that. And, you know, you cop a bit of backlash on Twitter and, and on Facebook and social media and stuff like that. But um, that's all part of the gig. And in terms of a job, it's a great job and I love it. Um, and it sort of works and, and fits my lifestyle. Yeah, no, that's good. Hey, mate, I know you're pretty tight for time, but where can people follow you on social media and stuff? You just brought that up. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty open book. Like, I'm, I'm sort of new to this Strava thing. I think my I think my profile is just open, so anyone can check out what I'm doing daily, just cane corns on Strava. I guess that's how you, you'll find me. And that's a bit addictive as well. I, you know, you've got to be <laughs> careful with that and try, try not to compare yourself to other people as well. Like, it's... It's like um, see some of the sessions you guys punch out is it's a bit depressing at times. You think, oh, well, why can't I get to that level? But um, I guess everyone's at their own level. But at, at Kane Corns on um, Twitter and Instagram, and yeah, come along for the ride. It's it, it, it's all good. Get involved, and uh, I'm absolutely loving it. I I, I just um, just dread the day where I won't be able to run anymore. Um, my old man keeps telling me I'm crazy for for running because your knees will get stuffed and all that sort of stuff. But um, it's a bit addictive and, and I'm loving it. He banged out a few marathons though, didn't he, back in the day? I don't think he, don't, he did. Didn't... He did New York. New York, he, yeah, he, I read he, that he somewhere. Yeah, um, I think he might have been about 62 okay. when he did it. So, I mean, he, he did it in, you know, four and a half, five hours, but he, he loved it. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, played played a lot of yeah, footy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, before of course. Footy, but, I mean, he just plays golf now, so he's, He's good. He's in good nick. That's good, mate. Rightio. Well, thanks for your time and all the best. What's Melbourne? Five weeks away this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, so October the 15th. Yeah, that's um, that's um, getting close, isn't it? So, yeah, get some work in. How, how long have you got? You've got a, a couple of weeks to go? We've got three, uh, two weeks to go this weekend. So, um, yeah, we're getting yeah. pretty close as well. As we were just saying before we hit record, like it's at that stage where you're you can't do much more hard work because it's too close to race day, but you can still get sick and injured and niggles and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't like this stage. I'd rather be putting in the hard work. <laughs> well, congratulations. It's been, it's been great watching. and uh, I hope it all goes well and I'll follow you and, and keep up to date with what's happening. But uh, it's been a pleasure to join you, mate. No worries, mate. Thanks again for your time. Yeah, good luck. Catch you. See you, mate. Just do
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.